We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet will announce a new Minister for Cities with authority to rev the engines of Wollongong, Newcastle and the Central Coast, as well as Greater Sydney. The new Minister will be appointed when the Premier reshuffles his Cabinet before the end of the year and will work with an overhauled Greater Sydney Commission, which will become known as the Greater Cities Commission with the expanded remit. Mr Perrottet will spell out his vision to make Greater Sydney, as well as Wollongong, Newcastle and the Central Coast, all major modern metropolitan centres, when he delivers the Daily Telegraph's Bradfield oration at the Sydney Opera House today. My vision for Sydney can be summed up in three words, livable, workable, beautiful, he will tell political and business leaders. In delivering the oration, Mr Perrottet follows in the footsteps of Prime Ministers Scott Morrison and Tony Abbott, former Premiers, Planners and Greater Sydney Commission Chief Lucy Turnbull. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. The New South Wales economy bore the brunt of the economic downturn sparked by the Delta lockdowns over the three months to September, with state final demand plunging by 6.5%. Nationwide, the economy proved more resilient than expected to the Delta wave, but still suffered a 1.9% decline in GDP that left national output lower than before the arrival of the COVID pandemic. It was the third biggest quarterly contraction in 50 years. Josh Frydenberg said while the national accounts were a reminder of the heavy economic costs of lockdown, there is good news for our economy in that the lockdowns are behind us. The Australian economy is recovering strongly, the Treasurer said, pointing to a sharp recovery in retail trade and jobs as health restrictions across New South Wales, Victoria and the ACT were progressively removed through October. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. The number of fines issued by secret mobile speed cameras in October is said to be another monthly record as Premier Dominic Perrottet expressed his concerns that removing warning signs placed a greater focus on revenue raising than on road safety. It comes after the Daily Telegraph revealed the Premier was preparing for a policy U-turn by reinstating the warning signs. Answers to parliamentary questions on notice have revealed that AccuCensus, one of the two companies operating the mobile speed camera program, dramatically increased enforcement in October, issuing just under 15,300 fines. That's compared with just over 6,500 fines in September. The other company involved, Redflex, issued the majority of 33,196 fines in September. The increase in fines issued by AccuCensus could lead to a 25% increase in the total number of fines issued last month, compared with September, according to a projection from Labor. And Cricket Australia could be prepared to revisit David Warner's leadership ban if a request was put to them to do so, as one of the game's leading player voices brandes his lifetime exile 
unfair. Respected star and Australian Cricketers Association board member Moses Enrique has joined a growing chorus of big names arguing it's injustice that Warner can never hold a leadership position again, particularly now Steve Smith has been, in his view, rightly welcomed back as vice-captain. Ian Chappell and Shane Warne have claimed the permanent ban imposed by Cricket Australia over Sandpaper Gate has been exposed as a farce. CA declined to comment, but it's understood administrators would not be necessarily opposed to re-examining the case if it was taken up with them by a big bash club, the ACA, or Warner's own camp. And that's the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. Australian history is full of colourful but forgotten characters, from alleyway gangsters to Cold War spies and eccentric entrepreneurs. There are hundreds of incredible stories of adventurous Aussies that never make it into our history books. Each week I talk to some of the country's greatest history authors, sleuths and yarn spinners to uncover the untold stories of some of our most interesting and offbeat ancestors. The show in black and white can be found wherever you get your podcasts.